Meredith Powell, Academic Advisor in the College of Sciences and Mathematics. And I'm Jonathan Halford, Academic Advisor in the College of Liberal Arts. And this is the Advising 2Bits podcast, where we enhance, but not replace, your academic advising experience here at Auburn University. Well, today we have a student on the podcast, and we have Caroline with us, and she's going to share a bit about her story. One of the resources that is available to Auburn students is a program called Baby Steps. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, Baby Steps is an organization that works with pregnant students at Auburn, and they now are also working with fathers at Auburn, too. But basically, it's a community where you can go if you need help, if you find out you're pregnant. Once you have your baby, they can help with housing. You can live at Baby Steps. Um, they can help you find childcare, resources. It's really just a place where if you find out you're pregnant and you're scared to death, go to them and they'll help you with literally anything. What are some things that you have used and what are resources that you have used there? So my circumstance is slightly different because I actually came to Auburn already with the child. So I got pregnant at 17 and had already given birth by the time I came to Auburn. But most people find out they're pregnant at school and so they need help figuring stuff out. They need places to live because they can no longer maybe live in like a dorm or something. But because I had a place to live, I lived with my grandparents my freshman year. I mostly used them as a way to like meet people. I didn't know any other moms. And not really many people want to hang out with, you know, a child Friday nights. They want to go out to the bars and stuff, which is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, so it was just a place where, like, young moms, you know, there's a stigma around it. So it's nice to be around other young moms because sometimes I feel like older parents kind of look at me like, they give me, like, a little weird look. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) it is what it is. But mostly I just use them for, like, meeting people. It's not been, I haven't had to use their resources as much. The living situation or helping with childcare because my grandparents watch my son. But they hold a lot of events where you can come where you can just come and like learn how to bake a cookie, learn how to decorate cookies. Let's come and let's watch a movie. Let's everyone just come and eat and just talk about the week. Finals week was this week and they had like study rooms open filled with like donuts and cookies and stuff that if you needed, you could come and study there and they could like watch your child. So like those are the more of the things that I use rather than like the bigger resources like living. I think what's really cool about Baby Steps is they empower students that, you know, in the sense that you can have your baby, but you can also have your education, that mm-hmm. you don't have to give up one or the other. And I find that that is a really unique and special community here at Auburn that really just empowers our students who find themselves in a situation where they are unsure or they're scared, you know, they're not really sure what the next step is, and that provides them with an opportunity to meet others in the same situation and kind of navigate that. Mm-hmm. So w- within this networking and, and these connections that you've made to other mothers that are that are on campus, are most of them relatively similar to your age, or there's, is it a wider spectrum of, of age groups of mothers? At Baby Steps, they only take mothers who are between the ages of 18 and 25. Okay. So around my age, but when I came in freshman year, I was the only like 18. Most people were like, you know, juniors, seniors, in their 20s kind of already been in school. And I don't think right now there's anyone that came into Baby Steps already with the child. I think most people find out while they're already at Auburn. So we're all within the same age range. It did feel weird when I was like a freshman and I was like an 18 year old when everyone else was like, you know, 21, 22 about to graduate or something so did you did you know about this program 
when you were applying to Auburn, or was this something that you found out once you once you were here? So Miss Powell is the one that actually introduced <laughs> me to it. I came to Camp War Eagle with a one month old. Okay. Because it was it's required to come. And I was sitting in the front with my baby and Miss Powell came up and we were talking and she's like, Oh, have you heard of this resource? And I was like no and so she got like a pamphlet out she like gave it to me and was like you know you should really use it um and all this stuff little did i know that she'd end up being like my boss later like <laughs> <laughs> how small the world is but yeah it was this pal who introduced me i had never heard of it yeah it's it's a fairly new resource kind of in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. it's i don't know the exact date that it was started but it's it's been way after i graduated from undergrad i, I mean i think even left auburn gone to grad school and come back I and mean, i think that was about the time when I came back to Auburn to work, it was about the time that it was created. But what a wonderful resource for students who who do find themselves, whether they're coming to campus as a freshman like you found yourself, or for students who do find out while they're here, you know, we just, we want you to feel like this is family, that this is a home. We talk about the Auburn family a lot, and I think it's a wonderful group that, you know, can help just, you know, you find yourself in a different season of life than a lot of people on campus, mm-hmm. but to find that community is really, really great. You, you mentioned that you use a lot of the networking and things like that that they provide. Other than living options, are there any things that are related to more academic side that they can help you with and and how might those be used yeah so if you go to them and you tell them hey i'm struggling in this class they'll find you either free tutors or tutors that are not like too expensive they often so while i've been here for the past four years they have someone that lives in the house that can help with people who are living there and they'll text you like periodically throughout the semester being like hey how's your semester I think it was this semester I mentioned I was like oh this one class is just like kicking my butt and they're like well do you need a tutor like if you tell us we will find you a tutor and I was like no it's fine it's fine but like if you even mention like hey I'm kind of struggling in this class they're like I can find you a tutor I'll call them up I'll get someone to help you because they really do want you to like succeed academically and they are willing to help you find someone you know to watch your child if you need to make like study long hours or um, cram or anything like that. And you mentioned that they just started kind of some programming for fathers as well. What types of programming are they running? So I don't know much about it. Because of COVID, they were supposed to start Fathers on Campus, which was to aim at fathers and having them like just have a community where it's like, hey, let's, you know, go bowl or something and hang out and talk about fatherhood. Um, But COVID kind of pushed it back. So they started it up some, I think, this semester. And as of right now, it's more just like kind of, getting the dad someone to talk to like you know you're here like they have a group chat so like if you ever need anything like you can call us up they do like to go hang out and go bowl or like things like that but I don't know if they have any other any more things than that right now I think more it's just kind of like let's get all the dads together because sometimes you know it can be mostly about moms there are dads who are active in a child's life and they also need resources and help as well so absolutely that's awesome so what's you know what's something that you know when you came here you you I mean like you said you you came here with the child Mm -hmm. what was your biggest concern with that and how has this program kind of levied that or um, given you some solutions to that so my big thing was that was when I came to Auburn, my mind was like a absolute mess because, you know, I had a newborn. I was living with my grandparents. I was trying to do enough stuff because I knew that I wanted to go like medical school. So I was like, I need to join this club. I need to join this club. And it was just 
all very overwhelming and it was a lot. Freshman year helped me the most. I went and I went to their dinners a lot where I just ate where I didn't have to think about anything. I didn't have to think about, you know, my homework. I didn't have to think about should I be joining this club right now. It was more just like just come eat and let's just just eat the food. Mm-hmm. I'll hold your baby while you eat, like those kinds of things. And that's what kind of helped the most because coming in, I was just, like I said, my brain was a mush. I cried more times than I was not. Like it was just a lot. Baby steps just helped that kind of teach me like, hey, it's okay that it's a lot, but like, you know, calm down, like, take a break, eat some dinner and like, let us watch your baby while you can eat some pasta and you'll feel better afterwards. Yep. I'm just going to brag on you for a minute. We've got a future doctor in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Caroline has been accepted to medical school, and I'm personally, I'm just over the moon proud of you for everything that you've accomplished in your time here at Auburn, not only in being a mother and, you know, knocking out a very hard undergraduate curriculum and then moving towards, you know, you've never given up on your dream and pursuing that and having the support of your family has been great. So I just wanted to take a minute for all of our listeners to know there is nothing that you can't do. And I think you're a fantastic example of that. Thank you. Is there, do they go with parents like to the daycares to kind of check them out or do they get kind of like bumped on a wait list what what kind so, of ways do they help with that? I don't know how they help with it exactly because, I mean, I don't know. You don't have a child, but getting into like it's hard preschool <laughs> and like daycares. I mean, yeah. you're on like a wait list forever. <laughs> so I don't know how exactly they do that, but I do know that if you ask them about it, they're able to like help you find resources. And I'm almost positive if you told them. Like, I would feel more comfortable if someone came with me. They they would. They would do anything so that way you feel comfortable. Gotcha. That's one okay. of their big things. As we mentioned, you're, you're a little bit different situation because when you came to Auburn, you already had a child. Whether someone's in that situation or they, are, they find out they're pregnant here, what's the process for getting started? And at what point, for those that are pregnant, what, at what point can you get started with baby steps? You can get started the second you find out that you're pregnant. You just have to like call them, come, like come in contact with them. They have like emails. You can call any of that. They'll help you even like when you're pregnant. And there's a lot of donors that are like doctors in Auburn, so, like OGYNs and stuff. They also they do help <laughs> um, if you do plan on adoption. They'll help you talk about that if that's something you were thinking about, just in case, you know. So you can come and talk to them and get started the second that you are um, pregnant, the second you find out. If a student finds themselves in this situation where they are, they need this resource and uh, they're just looking for support, how can they get in touch with Baby Steps? You can email them at thrive at baby-steps.org or you can contact them by phone at 334-521-2184. And if someone wanted to look more into the website, how can they find the website? So their website is baby-steps.org and it has all of their information on there. First of all, thank you for coming in today and, and uh, being so open. And as an older parent with a young child, I'm thoroughly impressed in, in what you do and, and, and how you've been successful. So, But what's a piece of advice that you, you would give to someone who either has a child or find out finds out that they're having a child um, and they're at Auburn? So I think what I, if someone would have told me advice would be to just, you know, life happens, take it as it goes and appreciate like the small things. So when I'm cramming for exams and I'm super stressed, appreciate when my son comes up and 
highlights on my study guide. Does it make me upset? <laughs> yes, but I have a little cute toddler who's highlighting on my study guide, and it honestly brings a smile to my face. So it's just to make sure that, like, um, you know, you look at the small things and try not to get too bogged down on, like, you know, maybe passing all A's and stuff. It's okay to make a B or C because you have a cute kid who keeps you up all night. Like, it's okay. I think that's what I struggled with. It's like, I want all A's, but then it's like, I have a newborn who's crying and awake every two hours all night. How am I supposed to study? It's okay. It's life, and you just got to take and roll with punches. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you being so open and sharing part of your story and, you know, just sharing a resource that I think some students may not even know exists, but they at some point might find themselves needing. And um, I think it's really great to have a student's perspective because we can talk about it all day long, but it's, it's so so much more powerful when a student has experienced that resource and can share their experience. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And this concludes this episode of Advising 2Bits. We want to thank our guests for taking the time to be with us today. We hope that this information will be beneficial in your next advising appointment. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can be notified next time new content is available and we can continue to enhance your advising experience. The Advising 2-Bits podcast is produced by Adam McGee in the College of Agriculture.